Bridges puts up the three. Won't go. Rebound Bosch. Back out to Allen. His three-pointer. Episode 8, we're back. The boys are up and about. We've just done the corporate box giveaway uh, to Braden O'Meara. So well done, mate. We're sharing on the socials. Absolutely pumped for it. There's going to be a few froffies had that day, I reckon, boys. So that's going to be good. We've got the original, the whole crew here. Corey, Bronson and Liam, they're back for another week. Thanks for being back, boys. Uh, Can't wait for you to chip in for the corporate box, which would be great. (laughs) A bit of around the grounds at the moment. A bit happening in the EPL. You had Everton... In the 99th minute, take over Newcastle. Man down as well. Um, really helps them out of the, the struggle of the relegation uh, part of the ladder at the moment. Did you get to see it? Like, did you watch the highlights or anything of it? Uh, I rewatched the match. I was um, wondering why it went to the 99th minute. Was there an injury or? No. So the original, I think it was 14 minutes of added play at the end because a protester had run onto the ground and zip tied himself around the neck to the goalpost to protest uh, the UK's use of oil. Which, um, which is quite funny. I did. I meant to bait you with that question, but it's funny because I've seen someone commenting saying, how much oil do you reckon is in that zip tie around his neck at the moment? Yeah. And then a fans tried to come on and punch him in the, right in the <laughs> schnoz. Right in then the, the next best thing is they didn't have scissors, so they were trying to cut this zip tie with bolt cutters and it just wouldn't go <laughs> until one bloke just walks up and snips it. Yeah. Bloody poms, eh? <laughs> Um, but no, it definitely gave um, uh, gave Everton a little bit more time that they needed, so worked yeah. out well for them. It gives them a little bit more of a clearer room between relegation. I think they were they're four points clear. I think now, so they were bloody. They needed that win. Yeah, on the knife's edge. Basically, it's it's tough for the Toffees at the moment. Yeah, we touched on it last week. Plays championship. Liam's man, Cam, Cam Smith, got the got the chockies. Uh, he was awesome. Uh, did he end up winning that easily? Uh, yeah, one by two shots. Oh, actually, might only one by one because he double bogeyed right towards the end, hit a ball into the water and in the clutch. But I think he might have won by two shots in the end. But started the fourth round, five out of the first six holes he birdied. So it's a pretty good start. Great. That's a great start. Uh, the NRL, our Bulldogs lost moving on from the NRL. That was good. Um, obviously, footy's back. We had our season launch last week, which was... Few predictions are a bit ooh, uh, already. Uh, Freo, my my team got the chockies <laughs> by one point, and jeez, uh, they just hung on, didn't they? That was that punch in the goals first. So yeah, he's chuckling. Well done. Yeah, um, yeah. So that was good. Uh, the Dons uh, moving on. No, uh, no, 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 no. We're going to touch on the Dons. Don't you worry. Um, and obviously, you boys have got a little bit of a head wobble with Liam in his little car with his little hat on, hat. driving in the left lane, going. Go Pendles. Uh, Scott Embleberry. Yeah, he was obviously quite happy with that as well oh, as the other two boys. So. Pat Lipinski. Oh, great yeah. debut. Great uh, debut. Young Dacos, 27. Mm. The Blue Baggers were good against Richmond. Um, halfway through the third quarter, I thought oh, I might flick this off. I've seen this story the last decade, but mm. 
they were really good. Cripps looked like he was back in. Cripps, well, I'm telling you. Was it 12 years or something like that? I think it was 11. Two, I think it might have been 12 years since they've won a game in the first two, like, rounds. two rounds. Yeah, I think I saw that, yeah. Yeah. Cripps, yeah, exactly. Cripps looked good, didn't he? Yeah, he did look oh. good. That Kennedy as well. Kennedy, yeah. Yep. 33, I think. And Doherty as well. That's, yes. Uh, that's the greatest of the stories. Doc's back. Doc's back, yeah, for sure. The, the goal in his return. Mm. Mm. Yep. So, no. Nah. Plenty to touch on in this episode. Uh, we'll get into it straight after this next ad break and uh, let's do it. Yeah, so we might just touch on the cricket quickly. We've had the test match start um, the Savo over in Lahore. But Australia have gone in same team as they did um, in the last game. Um, so they've stuck that with Swepson. Um, and yeah, they all they're all going around again. Hazelwood didn't get a look in again, um, but as we're looking at it right now, Australia go to lunch two for seventy. Uh, Labuschagne fail, David Warner fail, and Uzi thirty odd not out, and mm. Smithy about thirty not out as well. So Uzi. same story as the last tests. Yep. So I, from what I've gathered, it looks to be pretty much a similar pitch that we've Same seen. Yep. Um, I think the Pakistan curator must do all the grounds <laughs> over there. So it must be playing at the airport. Surely. <laughs> so um, yeah, I, it's too uh, it's too early to call. You know, Smith and Nuzi put on a big partnership, and we get to that four hundred plus. You know, it might be another draw. I reckon to be fair. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, hard to Smith, hard to pick a result. Smith a hundred. That'd be nice. Love to see Smithy make a hundred. Yep. He's been due for one. Oh, so overdue. Um, but yeah, hopefully the bowlers have learned a trick or two from the first two tests and we can skittle them again cheaply in the first innings and build on something. So we'll, um, keep in touch with that. All right. Yeah. It's not cricket season. Uh, let's talk about the AFL for a bit. We just touched on it earlier. Uh, <laughs> I'm getting a dirty look there for that. <laughs> uh, always have the last laugh, don't I? And he, and he hates it. Macca's head over here. Oh, don't. Whoever, whoever that bloke was on TikTok, I'm going to block you because you've been giving it to me. Oh, look at the big golden arches over here with the receding hairline. So, well, this podcast has been stressing me out. I've got to fork out about four bands for this bloody corporate box. It's bloody ridiculous. So if any more sponsors want to jump on board, please feel free to because I uh, may have to take up a second job working at Red Rooster, I think. So... Um, <laughs> Anyway, back to me now because it is my podcast, boys, because you aren't chipping in. Uh, anyway, the host, Jack, would like to say uh, Melbourne Western Bulldogs Wednesday night. Um, it was a bit different Wednesday night. By the time it got to the end of the week, we were sort of a bit like, oh, geez. It feels like so long ago. Yeah, it does. It yeah, it does, up. doesn't it? Um, obviously, the doggies got done. Mm-hmm. Um, Petrarca, 39 again or no, 38. Whatever it was, it was ridiculously good. Yeah, and um, Stephen May in the, was talking to Aaron Norton. I heard on SEN, and he said, "Oh, why don't you? Doesn't look like anyone's tagging Petrarca." He goes, "No, nah, we don't tag anyone." <laughs> he goes, "Well, Oliver and Petrarca just gone off the chain here. You probably should look at tagging someone." Yeah. So you've got obviously Essendon in two weeks, so you should be really stressing about that, considering how good <laughs> our clearance work was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no nah, Brown. They Brown kicked a few. Yeah, he did. Your man, the best forward at uh, Melbourne. Uh, <laughs> he's going, he'll be out to prove me wrong now. Yeah, he probably. <laughs> I'm sure he listens. Um, yeah, so that was good. Um, Thursday night, we touched on it a little bit earlier about how good the blue baggers were. They were good. Is it? Do you see them? 
I know it's only one game. It's one game, but, but it's a pretty Corey, good game you, for them to you, win. You see him making the eight. I know it's very early. Yeah, I can see them being at that like tenth to seventh spot, but like I, I, I can see him making finals. I'll put my name on it. I reckon they make the eight. Oh, yeah, one right. game. I reckon they make the eight. That team is a good team. Like yeah. that is a ripper midfield. Sam Walsh isn't even playing yet. Yeah, that's another element. Like. Harry Mackay didn't play that good of a game. Kerno didn't play that good. The midfield dominated. So if they can dominate the way they have and maybe rely on Harry Mackay to kick a few more and Kerno to kick a few more, mm. I don't see why they can't make the eight. But, um, Corey Durden was pretty good. Did you see yeah. him at all? Yeah, he was. Chera was really good too. Chera, yeah. yeah. Chera's good. All right. The blue baggers have got a horn. I don't want to hear it anymore. Um, Friday night's game. Do you want to skip this one or do you yeah. just want to touch on it? How much time? I don't know. It's a sky blue. Was a good win. It really was. Great win. Um, St Kilda were favourites going into it, but yeah, exactly. I'm sick of people saying, "Oh, people saying, oh, why was it 2:25? People saying, "Oh, they've only beaten St Kilda." Fuck off. They're supposed to be good. We're talking nah. about like who we predict. The St Kilda, the St Kilda we, the St Kilda we seen was that St Kilda side that got smashed last year, and I'm not taking away from Collingwood. Yeah, but we're supposed to be bottom four side. Yeah, that's And fair. they're supposed to be pushing for finals, apparently. That's what I'm but... saying. St Kilda were favourites in Fords. it. Obviously, it was a bit skewed. Yeah. But um, who played well for the Pies? Pat Lipinski played really well. His first game for the Pies had, I think he had 30 and a goal. Who else? Um, Nick Dacos. Yeah, Nick Dacos. Fantastic. Debut. <laughs> Shut up, idiot. Um, I thought Mychek played well up yep. forward. Yep. Darcy Moore played well. Yep. Um, even John Noble was pretty good. Yep. Um. They did have some very big skill errors, though. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to say there it was wasn't tense watching a point, it. There was a point there where it, they, I think um, they kicked a couple of goals. Oregon Saints want to kick six in a row. Yeah, yeah, no, I was it was shit. third quarter. We yeah. had a terrible third quarter. I was shitting myself. That well, we was were up, I think we were. it was 71 to 36, and we were right on top. Yeah. And then Collingwood of old yeah. got the wobbles up, St. Kilda piled them on. And then I think they got up by seven points. 79, 72, I reckon it was, and then we kind of just came home strong. So yeah. it's a big – it's good to see that we matured and actually mm. fought back for a good W, um, you know, but I still – I actually thought St Kilda, that Jack Hayes playing his oh, first game was only was on the list for two and a half weeks and he's their best player on the ground. How good was he? Everybody else out there looked be great. Three goals, ten marks, four contested. Well, he wasn't the only one doing that because the next day at the MCG, which I was about 30 minutes late for, um, I went with my partner and her family down for the day. I thought, can't wait. See the Dons. Mick Moldhouse is ever going to win the flag. This is going to be <laughs> unbelievable. Well, I couldn't wait for it. So we got there late. Uh, beer line was ridiculously long. Yeah, it, was, it was a bloody hot day there too at the footy. And um, should have stayed home, so it wasn't the greatest. <laughs> talk us, talk us through it. Yeah, come on, <laughs> yeah, give us, give us a little bit. bit. Or I can do it for you if you like. <laughs> Let's just summarise it fairly quickly. Um, Dangerfield was fucking awesome. Yeah, he was really good. Hawkins was great. Yep. Cameron was good before he went down with that injury. Um, Immy super coach the bastards. Stengel played well. Yeah, mm-hmm. Stengel did play well, and. You're telling me that Zach Merritt had 39 touches. I reckon I've seen about five of them. Um, yeah, it wasn't great. 39 of the most gutless possessions I've ever seen. <laughs> and I didn't even see it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but oh, we just got smashed in the middle. Like, we looks fucking very Forward second round. The line is just... Nah, there's nothing what is there. That? It's, there's nothing there. Oh, another, P- another, no stringer. Yeah, another another year on the calendar. 
Yeah, 2023, I can't wait, but nah. It's... 7,000 days coming around real but fast. But if, if Geelong, Geelong's looking strong, I'm, yeah. I'm going to be eating my words because I've hit them with a lot of shade. Yeah. I think Chris Scott actually just signed on for another yeah, two years his contract. But um, no, nah, if they fucking they perform like that, then I don't know if the slip is going to happen. But another another um, debutant? Nick, yeah, Nick Debut- Martin. Debutant, sorry. <laughs> um, Nick t- Martin, yes. five snags, 27 possessions. Yeah, so similar to Jack Hayes. He got picked up, I think it was 20 or 24 days roughly. Was before that his the- first game though? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yep. Yeah, so yeah, he got picked up 20 days before it from Western Australia. Yep. And I was like, this bloke's not bad. He's kicked a couple. And uh, he was the only one. He kicked half of our goal. So <laughs> I think you get a gig next week. Um, like he's done well. But like you said, you can't really throw the baby out of the bathwater. I remember last year we were up by 40 points at halftime to Hawthorne and got done by a point. And the next week Port Adelaide smacked us and then we had a heap of players go down with injuries and I thought, here we go, the funeral started. And uh, we made the eight, obviously didn't win a final. Don't look at me like that, boys. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so it's round one. If if you see more of those efforts, um, I'm going to be a bit upset. But, yeah, is what it is. What it is. Uh, Sydney Giants. Tom Green had a good game for the Giants. Uh, he was really good. I didn't get to watch too much of it. I was uh, at the pub afterwards. But Buddy didn't get his 1,000 goals. Mm, it's uh, taken a while. Kicked the one, yeah. Phil Davis played him pretty well. Yeah, So he, and he has in the past too. Yeah, I only watched uh, a little bit of it. Luke Parker was exceptional. Mm, five. Um, he was tagging Tom Green, I believe, at one point in time. Then in the third quarter, they've switched him forward and he kicked three just like that. So, yeah, he kicked three in a row, didn't he? Yeah, so he was the match winner for me. Um yeah, I didn't watch a whole lot of it, but I think uh, Isaac Heaney had a pretty good game too. Yeah, three. Um, yeah three. he started real strong from what I heard on the radio. So, yeah, he's another player who's been there and about for a fair few years. I'm not sure if he's got an All-Australian. No, no I, I wouldn't think, think so, but he's definitely that calibre of player that could push for that. Is that that, age? Is that that age now, like 26? Yeah. He needs to be taking that yeah. step. There's always one. Stringer. <laughs> All right. Um, good game up at the Gabba, Brisbane versus Port, um, I was annihilated by that stage, so I didn't get to watch too much of it. But um, obviously, Brisbane rolled home in the end. Dan Houston had a huge game. I watched the highlights afterwards. He kicked a couple of snags and had, I think, 29 touches for yeah. Port. He was good. Boke. Boke mm. was, good. Um, was good. I didn't watch it, actually. I just saw the stats. Yeah. For who else played well for Brisbane? I know Joe Donahue kicked four three, and he gave that one off. Did yeah, you see that going, one he gave off? going into halftime. To, to his defence, you don't know there's seconds ticking down. You've just but taken one of the marks. Of, you've just taken one of the marks of the year. Yeah, you're uh, paid to kick goals. You're ten nah, metres. You're ten metres out. This this hate that like yes, he's taken the mark. He could have, but at any other point in the quarter, if it's not counting down. You give the quick hands and you get a goal. You're not going to judge. Not when I, you look up on the on the timesheet and you see there's 27 minutes gone in the quarter. Oh, Just take the kick. I honestly think I, you can't use that. Don't know how long there is left in a quarter anymore. They have got that many people stand on the sideline screaming. There's 30 seconds left. There's yeah. 20 yeah, seconds yes. left. They know how much game time is left. So for him to do that, I honestly think that's just a. That's a real bad error on his... It's a brain fight. Oh, it is, it is a bad error. Still had a great game, though. Yeah, still had a great game. One of Essendon's best ever forwards. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's up there with Jason Laycock, I think. So, <laughs> moving on from Essendon, please. Uh, we look towards Sunday's game, and this was an absolute sellout. Hawthorne versus North Melbourne. Um, <laughs> Standout game. It's pretty much the way you expected it to go. Um, Hawks got up by 20. 
Uh, Simkin played well for North. He did. Was it 29 and 2? Yeah, he played well. Um, Shep Boy? Yeah, Shep Boy. Tom Mitchell played all right. Tom Mitchell played not too bad. Um, yeah. I haven't really gone through the stats. Horn Francis game. played all right and had a few good moments there. Did he kick any? A couple of glimpses. Uh, yeah, he did kick one. Yeah, nice. He did kick one. Horny. Hornbag. Hornbag. Yes, exactly. Um, so that was about <laughs> it for that game. We weren't going to touch on yeah, it, but I'm glad it. we did. Um, Adelaide Freo, that was probably the only real close game for the weekend. Yeah, it was a good game. Went down to the wire. Um, yep. Josh Rochelle kicked five in his debut. Yep, Shep Boy. The Rising Star nominees are going to have a bit of a head scratch mm, this yeah. week. Massive games from the rookies this week. Yeah, so Adelaide were... You're not, you could say they were unlucky. A lot of the free kicks were towards Freeman. I think it was 16 in their favour. But then you had blokes like Ben Keyes had 37. Jeez, he's come from yeah. nowhere since last year. Yeah. Uh, Matt Crouch had 30. Uh, my Brownlow, Smokey, Brayshaw had 28. Sarong, 23. Uh, hopefully get him on the potty one day. But that punch at the end by that Heath Chapman, mm. that was really good. It was bloody game. close. Yeah. Yeah, so well done to Freo, the top four team for this year. <laughs> and... Um, the Battle of the Coasts, Gold Coast and West Coast. We love the Suns. Up the Suns. Go the Took Suns. Miller, your man. Took Miller, had a good one. Great was a bit game. Quiet, bit, bit quiet in the second half. But no. Didn't he cost you your multi? He did. <laughs> I, had him, I had him for over 32.5 possessions. That's very high. Oh, but still. Um, Matt, Matt Rowe came in, played play pretty well. Matt yeah, Rowe. he had 33. Yeah. Ben, ben Ainsworth. He... I like Ben Ainsworth. as a little small forward there. He's good tackling pressure. Even played, Fiorini played well. Played well, so, yeah. yeah. Fiorini's good. Even though West Coast obviously got done by 27 in the end, I think Gold Coast stormed home in the last quarter. They did reasonably well considering how many were out. And Mm. not many people are expecting much from from this year. How how major is their injury list in terms of time lengths of them getting good players back? I'm not sure of their time length, but I know 12 out of their starting 22 is out. I think they're expecting expecting maybe like five or six to come back in a month. So right, that's that still, puts that's, you, that's and then I'm pretty time. sure the rest of them are like eight weeks plus. Jeez, there's like pec muscles, syndesmosis. There's everything. Yeah, there's not just one type. There's ham, Shuey's hamstring. Yeah, they're all, and I think Yo's got a calf. I think he's back in two to three. So, so they're fucked. Yeah, they're not going to be. <laughs> so, yeah, good it's till not even like high. a good wave of people yeah, coming no, back. They it's need. Just to, they probably time. need to win a lot of the back end games to get close. Yeah. Darling's just had a boost of energy, though, so he's back in. A booster? Yeah, so he's back. Um, But, yeah, they struggle away from home as it is. and Getting done at home to start the year is not going to happen. Well, the Suns have never beaten them there either until, obviously, yesterday. Um, The Suns, love to see it. But, yeah, is there any... uh, Anything else you want to add towards the AFL weekend? There's a bit of a slip-up with Luke Beveridge and that the other night. We might not... Go into that too much. They might, get, they might get brought up later. Yep. Who knows? But, uh, ooh, interesting. A <laughs> little bit of a take for the MVP just, or fraud. So, in, uh, in terms of tipping, Jack, how did you go this week? Um, everyone knows that if you're winning the tipping after round one, you have no idea about footy. You're illiterate and your eight tips this week, no one cares <laughs> yeah, about but, Bronson. But, but how many did you get? I had three. But, <laughs> I think I had three or two as well. But a couple of lates out here and there and... I don't want to talk about it, to be honest. No more on Essendon, no more on the tipping. Go Pies. Uh, let's go There's to a still break. plenty more on Essendon to come, guys. Don't All worry. right, let's go to a break now. Thank you. Righto, so I thought we might just touch on uh, the second round games of the footy um, starting 
Thursday, we've got Dogs and Carlton, which actually probably be a good that game at Marvel. That's a bit of a smaller ground, two explosive teams. So Carlton at $2.33 and Dogs at $1.60. So mm. who are you taking? I I think the class of the Bulldogs will do them. Yeah, they're just too, too good out of the midfield. Yeah, I'm going to have to back the doggies on this one. Carlton put on a good display, but just don't think they've got what it takes to push doggies in round two. I'm going to go with the first draw of the year. First draw? Uh, yeah. I reckon it's going to be a draw. <laughs> He's just trying to make a bet that puts the money to win this corporate box for him. <laughs> 100 bucks on the draw. Tim Kale. <laughs> All right, on to the next one. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll actually take Carlton in that. Carlton? I'm going to take Carlton. Carlton, take, please. Take the Navy Blues, mate. Mm-hmm. Uh, second game, actually a ripper Friday night game at the SCG. Sydney Swans take on the rampant Geelong. Well, we don't know where Geelong are at, really, because they only beat Essendon. <laughs> yeah. so. Not much. Davis. They're still in preseason. Who are we basically. taking? Who, who do we like at the uh, SCG? I'm going to take Geelong. Yep. I'm going Swannies. Yeah, I'll go Swannies as well by two goals. Oh, so we're saying how much by now? <laughs> I'm the host. Oh, true, true. Uh, I think I'll take the Swans. Yep. Uh, Saturday prime time. Oh, and what a game it is! Collingwood and Adelaide at the MCG. <laughs> Woohoo! Uh, I'll take the Pies, and I'll take the Pies easily. Yep. I'm gonna. I'll take the Pies by thirty. Yep. Pies by thirty. I thought it was at Deakin Reserve. <laughs> right. Um, nah, I'll, I will take the Pies as well. For fuck's sake. Um, I'll. Yeah, pies by 20 points. And moving along to the game that no one really cares about, Essendon and Brisbane. So <laughs> Essendon are currently 18th, just for, the, <laughs> just for the viewers, at Marvel. So mm. Essendon do play Marvel pretty well, but do. they just don't have a forward line, so I'm going to take Brisbane. Yeah, I'm going to take Brisbane. By a easily. landslide. <laughs> pretty easily for me. I'm going to go Brisbane by 44. Yeah, I'll take... I'll take Brisbane by five goals. Yep. And then Saturday night, we've got two games. The first at Adelaide Oval. Uh, Port are playing Hawthorne. So the third-placed Hawthorne Hawks <laughs> <laughs> are taking on the 11th-placed Port Adelaide. And Port Adelaide are still a very short favourite at $1.20. So I'm going to take Port by about nine goals. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take Port. I'm going to say it's a flogging. I'm going to say 75 points. Gee. Well, they say the ladder is where you represent, so I'm going to go the Hawks. No, I'm not. <laughs> Fuck that. I'm going to go Port Adelaide. Ah, that was a good one. <laughs> yeah, I'm going Port Adelaide. So Port all around there, and then we've got, oh, this could be a massacre, uh, Gold Coast Suns, fourth placed go the against Suns. the second placed Melbourne Demons at Ooh, Metricon. Top four clash. Top four clash early on. I think Melbourne... I'm going to say 10 goals plus. I'm going to say, because I'm riding the Suns, I'm going to say the Suns by seven points. I don't An upset, mi- a big upset. I don't mind it. Uh, I reckon three goals for the Ds. Um, I'm going Ds by, oh, I will say three. Right, and then an, another absolute rip snorter to start our Super Sunday, mm-hmm. North Melbourne versus West Coast. Oh. At Marvel, 16th versus 18th. The bottom four clash to start the year as well. I'll be watching that on the marination <laughs> station on the couch. So West Coast are at two bucks, North Melbourne $1.84. So there's a bit of value there, I reckon, for North. Where is honest. it? I actually reckon it's at Marvel. Mm-hmm. I, reckon North will, I reckon North will do them easy. Yeah. I feel like North probably didn't hit their straps against the Hawks. Yeah. I think the Hawks are actually probably a little better than what they might get credit for. 
but I think North will actually do West Coast pretty easy. Four goals, I reckon. Yep, I'll I'll go North by two goals. Uh, well, North are starting at one ten most Sundays at the moment, so they're just basically having their smashed avo, and then they have to go straight <laughs> to the stadium. But I go North by five points. I'll go North by fourteen. Then we've got a game that two teams desperately need to win to get off to a good start. Uh, Richmond and GWS, 14th versus 13th at the G, and the odds are almost parallel. So It's an interesting game. I'm probably going to take GWS at the G, and I don't know why, but I just feel like GWS might pip them, and I think they're frauds as well. So I'm going to say Richmond to bounce back. They need to. Of course. They need to. Giants by five goals. I think Richmond are stuffed in their midfield, no and, rest, yeah. and you look at the midfield of what the Giants have been have had, they played against a really good Sydney last week. I think Giants win it easily. I still, I don't know, have the feeling that Richmond's going to win it. And then to finish off in the West, it's 6.20 our time over here. You've got the ninth-placed Dockers versus the 12th-placed St Kilda. Mm. Um, I think Frio probably get the Chockeys four goals for me. Yep, I'm going to say Freo by six goals. Yeah, Freo by two goals for me. And then I'll go Freo by three. Beautiful. Is that the last game? That's the last game. All right, just to finish it off, this is off the top of the dome. What's your lock for the week? On our Patreon, we do a lock for the NBA, and we do, we're do. we going to be doing locks for the AFL coming up. I won't give mine away because I'm going to give it away on the Patreon if you want to sign up. It's 20 bucks for a month, and uh, it's just a bit of a laugh, a bit of fun, and we all get involved, but I want to hear your boys' luck for the week. What are you getting on? Um, they can be it can be short price favorite if you want. I just want to know who's going to win this week so I can grill you next week. I'm going to say Freo at the line. Yeah, I reckon I'd probably say Melbourne at the line against the Suns. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty pretty easy to take that Melbourne one, isn't it? Um, I'm going to lock in. I'm going to go pour that lead against Hawks. You are eight nine on the tip, so I reckon we might use that on the Patreon bronze. So well done. We'll see. No, well start. done, boys. Good work. Back by popular demand this week, we got Corker's Cracker. Let's hit it, mate. Rightio. So myself and my partner Georgia, we've got this horse, um, and we keep it at a mate's house out in the paddock. And I was actually working at his house not long ago, and just doing a bit of fencing work, pulling down an old fence. And I looked out in the paddock, and I saw this thing dead in the middle, well, laying down in the middle of the of the uh, paddock, and I was like, fuck, what's that? So I walked over there, had a look. It was me bloody horse, dead, dead stiff, as a, stiff as a door. Yeah, right. Anyway, so I went back, went back home. I said to Georgia, you're not going to fucking believe it. Our horse is dead. She's like, what? I said, yep, it's dead. She said, and I said, what are we going to do about it? She's like, oh, I'll just get you another one. I'm like, Georgia, that is fucking ridiculous. What am I going to do with two dead horses? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if these segments are going to last much longer, but gee whiz, that's Corker's Cracker for this week. We're going to try a new little segment here and uh, let's get the discussion flaring up a bit, see who's going to get angry. Uh, Bronson, I'll start with you. It's a who would you rather, um, and we'll see how we go from here. Yep. All right, they, uh, both of them don't play anymore. Who would you rather, Frank Lampard or Steven Gerrard? Um, oh... <laughs> It's not bad. Um, personally, I'm going to go Frank Lampard. Wrong. No, nah, nah. nah, nah. I'm, I'm <laughs> what, going Lampard. Why? Just for me, striking ability, 
Um, Have you not seen Gerard's highlights? Uh, yeah, you can always have no, but like Frank Lampard. He was more of an attacking mid. He was an attacking mid, and the way that he could punish a penalty to the back of the net without the keeper even seeing the ball. I rate Lampard, Gerard, bit of a fraud, slip up. <laughs> no, nah, I'm going Lampard. Just? Or- I would say just. Like, Gerard definitely is top tier. Like, the way he can control a match from, you know, his position all the way around him, get the thing, like, get so the job done. So he's a more valuable player. Nah, but... It just depends what you mean. Like, you can be so valuable in any way, but frankly, Lampard just does it for me. Fair enough. Thorny, you want to chime in on that? I know you're you happy with that. Yeah, I'm happy with Lampard. Yeah. <laughs> you're yep. the cult hero. <laughs> and then his little car over here, he's really happy. Fucking <laughs> right. hell, I can't even hear from the left lane over there, mate. All right, I'll go on for you. Who would you rather in their prime? Dean Cox or Max Gorn? Dean Cox. I mean, it might not be as in at the best of Max their ability. Best. Yet, I don't know, but well, we have we have to have seen Max Gorn's oh, well, best last final series, yeah, probably. But for me, Dean Cox is oh, probably. Yes, the, Max Gorn hasn't finished his career yet. Are you going at their absolute peak, or yeah, you just yeah. their? He said at their prime. Righto. Oh, that's actually. A, I'm going to say Max Gorn, Oof. and by a bit of a margin. Bit of a margin. Yeah. Explanation. Kicks, kicks more goals. Yeah, he does kick more goals, yeah. and I feel like. Look, don't get me wrong, Dean Cox, fantastic player, but I just I think Max Gorn as a leader gets the most out of like not say that you know, Dean Cox probably wasn't the leader of West Coast, but I think Max Gorn is really that leader of that side and gets the most out of Melbourne for sure. Dean Dean Cox paved the way for the new Ruckman, but then you've got the advances of what the Ruckman have become now. Like, you know, I think that Grundy rivalry that Gorn had as well probably took him to the next level Yeah, I'll do it. I'll change my opinion and I'll go with Max Gorn. I'm probably just going to just Dean Cox. Just. Um, all right, I've got another one. Oh, he's, he's, he's actually done a bit of research. It's his show, is it? Yeah. Yeah. It must be his Ooh. show. Does that mean you're paying for the DJ corporate box as well? Right, shut up, I'm the host now. All right, Ben Cousins or James Hurd? <laughs> oh, nah. I'm gonna st- oh, I'll stay out of this one. Uh, yeah. I'll let you come. We're obviously talking midfield, or are we just talking you'd rather pick him in your 22? You'd rather pick him in your 22. Oh. Um, Who are you having? That's <laughs> a tough one. It eh? is a tough one. I would probably pick Ben Cousins, only just for just yeah. sheer gut runner from the midfield. Know that Hurdy is too, and Hurdy hits the, the scoreboard more, but I would probably just pick Ben Cousins. Yeah, I'd probably just, just as well. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, no, I'm happy with Cousins. Yeah. What about you, bro? Come on, give, who do you think? I, I honestly do. I probably agree with you, to be honest. It James was fucking good. James <laughs> James Heard didn't have the disposal. Like, he got a lot of the footy and he was a bit uncoordinated. Like, he could pull some, some stuff out of his ass. Mm. He was awesome and he's missed Anzac for a reason. But, um. Scott Embleberry. <laughs> Scott Embleberry. Scott Embleberry. That bloke's still having a stroke, I think. We're calling wide. Oh, look, it's, it is bloody tough, but. Yeah. Ben Cousins in his prime, like he carried West Coast. He, I'm not just talking about 05, 06. When he was around there and he was captain real young. Oh, I would say Ben Cousins was the model of the modern midfielder. He really started that gut run from first bounce to last second, you know. Ben Cousins in his prime is only one of the best players ever. Yeah. I so, I yeah. Oh, yeah. I so, yeah, I, I agree with you as much as it fucking hurts. <laughs> All right, I got one. All right. 
this is for everyone. It's a bit, it's cricket, but you can, right. you can all weigh in. Yep. Who would you rather have as captain of your side, Ricky Ponting or Virat Kohli? Oof. And playing, obviously, like you got to skill wise and leadership wise. Yes. Overall. Well, oh, I'm going to take the low hanging fruit. I'm going to have to say Ponting just because I've watched him nearly my whole life. I haven't watched Coley my whole life. I feel like Coley gets like a bit of hot, hot under the collar too easily. I think you he's, could definitely say that about Australian cricket. Oh yeah, for a long yeah, time. Could, yeah, but is that maybe the passion? That's what Virat Kohli's done though. He's yeah. taken that Australian edge yeah. and taken it to the Indian team, and now you see him. He's probably a better overall cricketer in all formats. Who's got a better? Yeah, who's got better accolades? I'd oh. probably say Virat Kohli might have. Yeah. Well, like statistical wise, across all formats. Yeah, he's probably the best player. But I'm yeah, I'm. It's my question, so I yeah. can't answer. I think. The success that I know India's had success as well, but the success that Australia's had when Ponting was in charge mm. pips him for me. Yeah. All right. What about as a bowler? Mm. Glenn McGrath or Jux Cullis? As a bowler. As a bowler. Oh. I'd probably take Glenn McGrath by the length <laughs> of the Flemington <laughs> straight. <laughs> That's what about batting? Oh, geez, that's a tough one. One Pitch made hold about 15,000 <laughs> test runs and the other made about 1,000. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> All right. Go on. You get us on. Come on. Dirk Nowitzki or oh. Tim Duncan? Tim Duncan by a long way. Oh. Gee, really? Yeah. Because he's got more rings, he's more complete. Uh, what is more, it? Yeah, overall better player offense and defensive. Oh, maybe not offensive, but definitely defensive yeah. by yeah. a mile. I'll Rebounds probably, yeah. and everything. Yeah, I'll probably say Tim Duncan as well. Yeah, I'm going Tim Duncan. All right. Nothing, not, not taking Anthony away no, from Durr. He was fantastic unreal. Fantastic power forward. Oh. I've got two more to end it. Gary Ablett Senior or Junior? Gary Ablett Senior or Junior? Oh, I'm going to probably say Junior, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, I'm feeling Junior as well. Yeah, I would probably... I would, I'll probably say junior. People would say Gary Ablett Senior put bums in seats, but Gary Ablett Junior did that too. So <laughs> probably a lot more. Yeah, I would think so. So what? Gary Ablett Senior, what he kicked roughly, I'm just guessing, seven hundred goals? No, no, it's over a thousand. And he played most yeah. of his career on the wing. What do you mean? Uh, and yes, it's a different era. Uh, I understand that. But yeah, oh, it's a tough one. It's a good it's... a wing player that sat forty meters out in front of the goal. It's, it's a pretty weird wing <laughs> yeah, yeah. player. <laughs> but uh, on, it's one of those debates that you're never going to know. It's just more subjective, and They're probably both in the top five best players ever. Almost, mm. like you argue, definitely that. top ten. Both oh yeah, easily. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, and uh, the age old debate to finish it: oh, LeBron <laughs> or Michael Jordan? <laughs> but it, it's we all know we love LeBron. Like, <laughs> like that's that's just easy going around here. Yeah, Corey, MJ for me. Oh, you actually are an I MJ. Am MJ. Okay, you got to reasoning. I, yeah, he's just the goat. That's my reasoning, mate. No, look, it's Michael Jordan could have won eight in a row. Let's not forget that. Yeah, he missed out two years in his absolute prime. But as a basketball player, I'm going to say LeBron James is a better basketball player. Michael Jordan had to take those two years off because he was mentally fatigued, which is fair. Like, he, his dad died, all of that sort of stuff. He's got that killer instinct, we know, and the competitive mentality. But LeBron's done this for 19 years straight. Mm. 
that's that's why he pips him for me. And it's not just about championships because then Bill Russell will be the best player ever. Correct. Yeah. So, and uh, I think it was Jay Williams, I believe, mm. he, he discussed about it where he said that LeBron, the defense has changed now where you've got blokes hanging off your hands. Yeah. Whereas um, if you touched a bloke back in the day, anyway, I'm sort of mumbling a bit, but what he said it was, was pretty was much just like a lot, like you couldn't get that second defender. To cut, like really come up and that's why he's passing it off more because you don't you don't have that clear shot. Yeah, yeah. And where say LeBron MJ's, never takes the clutch shot, but like in MJ's day, like he used to just have to get past one defender, and then it was like nearly clear was through. Open. Yeah, where different game now, you got LeBron with the ball, you're almost getting double team nearly. You know, especially in his prime, come down the clutch, they're on him all the time, mm. and that's why he's the man who's going to be passing it off. He makes the right decision. Doesn't have to be the you know the game winning shot, but the game winning assist does just as much. I think as well with LeBron, another part that comes into his greatness is the the coaches of the other team will know what like LeBron knows what play they're going to run. He knows all their playbooks, and he mm. just they look at him and he, they go, "Oh no, he's on <laughs> he's on to us." MJ is better defensively. Mm. Oh, he yes, he has more accolades. In LeBron's definitely dropped off in his last four or five years defensively. Yeah, but Michael Jordan, my, I'd, I would, I would love to see you know Michael Jordan defend Hakeem Olajuwon, and then LeBron have to do it too. I reckon LeBron would keep him, would make sure he doesn't score as much. Mm. Block City from LeBron, though the man that blocks that man's oh. done. Like, yeah. MJ definitely like one of the best guard defensive players LeBron, of all time, but he never played on the center or the power forward. He no. never had to take that big. LeBron's man. far better uh, playmaker and assists. Do you agree? No. I like you as well. Assist, yes, yes, yes. Assists, yeah. Rebound. Oh no, it's one of those it's, ones you can go back, back yeah. and forth all fucking yeah, day. Yeah, uh, that's why. <laughs> that's why it ends this time. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Because uh, this podcast will go for six hours, so. Um, sorry for those of you who probably got bored with that at the end, but we're going to go into the MVP and fraud awards now. You've hung around for it, so let's do it. All right, MVP time. Thanks for the signal there, Corey. Let's get into it. Let's go. For one vote this week goes to Cameron Smith. We touched on him earlier. Uh, the Aussies doing plenty at the moment. I reckon he'd be right up there in the FedEx rankings now. So, well done, Schmidty. Uh, two votes to Luke Parker. He's kicked five goals. Um, yeah, well done to you, mate. And uh, you know he scored as many goals as uh, Tim Kale did. Bronson's favourite for the weekend. And to celebrate it, I've actually brought in Tim Kale's shirt for Bronson for him to wear for the rest of the potty, mate. So, if you could just chuck her on, please. <laughs> Coming very well organised, aren't you? Oh, look out. So it's uh, the old Everton jersey from 2007, I believe. The old Chang. I reckon the Socceroos were good when he was still playing. If yeah, you if you can't no. see it, it's pretty loose on Bronson because it must be yours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, as long as he has a better hairline than me. There's been a few golden arches go through this one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Macca's hairline over here broke. All right, I'm very stressed now. Thanks, boys. Um, and three votes goes to the North Queensland Cowboys. They've been pretty shit for the last couple of years. But a 26-6 to 6 win over the Canberra Raiders, who are known to be half-decent, is a, is a good win. So, well done, boys. Yep, righto. So, my one vote goes to Jack Hayes from St Kilda for his first game. Um, 13, oh, sorry, three goals, 
dominated with uh, 10 marks, four contested, three clearances, and 18 disposals. Really good game against Collingwood. Uh, my two votes goes to Josh Rochelle, the chef boy, kicked five goals on debut, 14 disposals, and the three goes to Nick Martin with five goals, 27 disposals, and 10 marks. Okay. Yep, so my one vote goes to LeBron James, 30K, 10K, and 10K. So first player to ever do it. I think he's taken over Carl Malone as well for second in points. Yep. So good on you, LeBron. You'll be doing pretty well in the leaderboard, I think. Uh, two votes goes to just the rookie class in the AFL this year that's come through. We've seen some huge games right throughout the weekend from all the rookies. So it's good to see that. You know, there's an upward trend of, you know, years ago it was you wouldn't play till round six, round seven. You might get 10 minutes of game time. Like now it's just get them straight in there and let them perform and do their thing. So that was really good. And my three votes went to Sam Doherty in his comeback game. He was absolutely electric. Not only just a big thing to get back out there, but to have 27 or 28 touches at 94%, kick a goal and just absolutely led like he did you know two or three years ago hadn't feel like he hadn't missed a beat from then sort of thing so good on you sammy um one vote this week for me has gone to number 15 seed saint peter's in the uh ncaa so they have come in and upset the number two seed kentucky so put them out of the bracket and then went on to beat the number seven seed murray state so these boys have come out of nowhere and they've come to play so who's their best player yeah, no, nah, he's absolutely killing it right there. <laughs> <laughs> nah, good, good research. Um, Bayern Munich, two votes. Champions League, 7-1 victory, 8-2 aggregate. Um, yeah, speaks for itself. They're a dominant squad. Keep an eye out for them. Uh, three votes. The boys, Collingwood Football Club. Yeah, boy. they've, they've come out of the woodwork and we've fired up against a rampant St. Kilda squad. <laughs> And we've taken them to the cleaners. So. 2010 boys. So. <laughs> no, nah, it was good to see the boys. A lot of the young fellas coming in. Uh, the rest of the squad, Lipinski, debut, fantastic game. Young Nick Dacos. Uh, awesome to see. Really looking forward to us marching into September. So go to pies. Well done. All right. We've got that little cute stuff out of the way again. I'm a bit upset this week. Why's that? I've got three reasons, and I'll give you why. It's not your Macca's hairline, is it? <laughs> Four. Four reasons. <laughs> Stop giving them a plug. They're not our sponsor. Fucking <laughs> hell. Uh, if you want to sponsor right. us, McDonald's. All right. Uh, one vote this week goes to Ben Simmons. Um, not only just because I picked him up in my fantasy, and he hasn't performed, but to be out for this long, and he's had general back soreness. Like, yes, I know it's it can be the, all of that, but it's the whole drama around the year and all that, and the Nets have gone and given away Harden and whatnot f- for this, yeah. and he might only play a couple of games before the playoffs at best. But they've, they've picked him up regardless of the injury, but I get it's, it. it's mainly from, like, the, the ramp-up process of trying to get him match fit. Like, it is he, do, he has had back problems in recent years, and it is a very, like, it's a, it's a probable thing for him to be missing these games, especially if they've tried to ramp it up. I I get it, but it's uh, for me the reason he gets a vote is it's just yeah, the whole circus of this year. Yeah, the, how how everything's just uh, come out Thanks and all that. It's, yeah, yeah. No. Uh, two votes this week goes to the Australian commentators and media at the moment. It's um, I'm not going to go into too much detail, but it's it's taking over the sport. And you know the Luke Beveridge thing and all that the other night. There was that too. But then you had Kane Corns ripping into that Collingwood oh, fella geez, as well. Um, it's just 
it's sort of clickbaity stuff and yeah they're trying yeah they're trying they're trying so hard to make stuff out of nothing it's just small little petty shit that we just want to hear about the results now it's round one bit of positivity it's never going to change but worthy of the two for me and three votes to Essendon. Okay, whose votes? <laughs> nice, nice. I've uh, I've given one vote to Essendon also oh. for their flogging <laughs> against Geelong. Um, yep. Moving on, two votes to the Lakers. They've had a couple of bad losses, and they did they did have a really good OT win against the Raptors the other day. But um, the season's pretty much on the line, isn't it, at the moment? And uh, I see that the Pelicans, which I mentioned a few episodes ago. Um, I've overtaken them in the the rankings at the moment. So, you were saying just the other week how New Orleans, you know, they were in a bad patch. It's crazy how quick the NBA yeah. can change. Hey? You yeah. can lose two or three in a row and then go out and win five or yep. six, and you're right back there. Yeah. So I think Lakers have 28 wins, and they're only two above San Antonio. Which, um, if San, if San Antonio overtake them, they go into the plane and Lakers drop out. So mm. their season's on the line. They lost to the Wizards, um, and they needed to win that game. Uh, anyway, moving on. Three votes goes to Tom Morris for his antics the last, oh, what was it, the last four days. The bloke had a pretty big 24 hours at the leaked, oh, the Luke Beveridge incident, and then well, everyone was feeling sorry for him then. And then he's had this leaked audio. Two two parts of leak, leaked audio come out and just ruined his career. Um, bad luck, mate. <laughs> <laughs> bad luck, Jim. Now, my one vote this week goes to our Dear old friend, the Pistan curator. <laughs> he's back. Don't you worry. He's... I thought it was a once-off. <laughs> he's back. All right. Don't you worry about that. Uh, two votes. Tom Morris as well. He, you know, I try and refrain from swearing a lot on this podcast, but he is a fucking germ, that boy. <laughs> and he got what he's coming to him. And three votes goes to the Essendon Football Club because... <laughs> Wow, did we have hopes for Essendon this year and they have come out and bottled it in round one. I love this because we have so much in common over <laughs> these votes. All right, so for me, uh, first vote, Kane Corns. Uh, the Ginevan comments, mate, just he's going on about, oh, show some respect for the game. Mate, the, the young kid is just he's celebrating the win. Like, That's Kane, game, yeah. no one cares what you have to say anymore. It's you, not like you didn't do anything either. You actually yeah, it was right. just it was just like a GoPro, like... But, it's for the fans. It's for the, the social media and the Collingwood sports yeah, club. It's not for, like, who gives a shit? Yeah, exactly. So, Kane, I know that this is your, your shtick, but honestly, mate, stick it up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, Go back to so, five. <laughs> so, two votes. Tom Morris. Um... <laughs> Unfortunate that this bloke has just had his career go down the go down the tube so quickly. But you know, you, you're standing there. You've obviously done these things to Luke Beveridge. Like he's as as out of line as Bevo might have been. It also wasn't. Like he has reason to be that upset. And then after that, you know, the things he said, it got leaked. But just the fact that the night before you were going, "Yep, Fox Footy backs me," and then the next morning you wake up without a job, and I oh, I think that is so fraudulent and laughable. <laughs> Um, He's not coming on the podcast. <laughs> Good. Uh, three votes. Essendon Football Club. Yeah. Just, just a letdown, bro. Uh, I don't know. They, it's going to be a long season and probably a very good leaderboard for them at the end of it for the uh, fraud vote. So when oh, that's that's another question. When do we do the who wins the you know when do we draw the leaderboard? Who when do we? Because Essendon might make a real chance. <laughs> yeah, they're just gonna go bang. <laughs> 
Well, I was going to do a great prize for it, but now I've seen the corporate box invoice. Um, we're actually, this is our last episode. So uh, thanks everyone for tuning in. Nah, we'll, um, we'll come up with something as the year goes along. And it's time! Thanks, Bruce Buffer, for the quiz there, mate. You've, uh, you've done us a service there. Probably owe you. In royalties for that, he's coming to the corporate box. Yeah, <laughs> well, he get, he gets paid like twelve million dollars a year yeah. to do that. It's yeah. time, it's time he fucking gives it up because <laughs> I um, wouldn't be giving up for twelve mil. No, nah, no much. chance. A few corporate All boxes right. there. <laughs> Question one: It's a, it's a bit of a tough one to start. Adelaide and Freo had a great game yesterday. What was the score on? Corey, Liam just got in there. 83, Frio, 82, Adelaide. Ding, 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 ding. Off to a flyer. He should be hosting <laughs> and paying for the corporate box. <laughs> Question two. LeBron James went second on the all-time list this week. Who did he overtake? Wait, Carmelo, the postman. Always Huge. delivers. Huge. <laughs> two zip. Question three. The Spanish soccer league, La Liga, who's top of the table? Feel free to... Uh, you Bronson. Liam, Liam got in before you. And say AC Milan. <laughs> That's Italian squad. No. Bronson. I'm going to say Atletico Madrid. Well, you're both wrong. Oh, right. And it leaves it up to Corey. I've got no idea. I'm not even going to try. Can, you have it. to have a guess. I don't know. Melbourne United. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just... No points. Is it Villarreal? No. no. Boys, it's Real, Real Madrid. Madrid. You, did you say the answer there? That'd be no, disappointing. I, I don't know. Yeah. It's got to be one of two. To games. be fair, I have not watched any La Liga. I do not follow Barca or Real. Trash, yeah, that is why. Oh, I just I'm, look. I'm not even going to pretend like I'm a big La Liga fan because I'm not. I'm not a big soccer fan. So <laughs> you're wearing that little Everton Tim Cale top over there. I love it. The toffees. Question four: Charles Leclerc uh, won the Formula One. Last night, where was the Formula One at? Corey. Liam. Oh. Corey got in then. Germany. No. Uh, I'm going to say the UAE. No. Anyone else want to have a stab before we go? It's free reign. So it's. are you saying that it's not UAE or it is? It's not. I believe. <laughs> I haven't done any research. That, that's a, Let that's, me have a go after this as well. I so, have, a, have a go. Well, I'm just, I was going to go Dubai, but... Okay. Is it Abu Dhabi? No, it's, still it's Bahrain, actually. Uh, so we are. We're going to do a little Formula One segment coming up. That's why I thought I'd chuck it in. At one what is it? Two zip zip. Yep, correct. On to number five. This one made me LOL when I wrote this down. <laughs> Name two players from the Melbourne Storm currently playing. <laughs> <laughs> I have. I'm bowing out of this question. Cameron Munster. Yep. And Ryan Papenhuyzen. Yeah. That's good, Dad. You don't. The only reason I know you are missing a neck, by the way. So that's fair enough. The only reason I know those two is because when I used to. When I used to collect NBA cards, we, there's like all these Facebook groups, and those boys are in there flat out buying and selling NBA cards. Yeah, no right. shit. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, well done, there, Mister NRL. Yeah. 
Question six. The GOAT, Roger Federer, is sitting where on the rankings right now in the ATP, closest to the pin? Bronson. Twelfth. Corey. Fourteenth. Liam. Fifth. Corey's closest. He's actually 26th at the moment. Oh, I nearly said 22. I thought that was too far. Other. So 2-2 two, two, and Duck Eggs McGee over there is on zero. <laughs> Standard. I miss, I miss hosting the quiz. <laughs> <laughs> I miss when you're not here, but here we are. <laughs> All right. This one, <laughs> you're this one you could say is subjective, but I want to hear your answers. What is my most hated sport? Bronson? Cricket? Bow-bow. God. Um, Corey. Is it? Liam. Corey's gone first. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, surely there's got to be a time limit. Uh, I don't want to guess. Oh, lawn bowls. Bow-bow. Baseball. Bow-bow. Oh, that's a good guess. You boys, oh, I thought you would have got it. We've talked about it before. It's the Sydney to Hobart. Oh. How is that a sport? (laughs) You can't. When it's around, you know, Boxing Day, you got the NBA on, the cricket starting. How good's this? Oh, Wild Oats 11 is two (laughs) days away from being in Hobart. Who gives a shit? You got the regatta. So quickly, just for this question, which sport do you hate more out of baseball, lawn bowls, and cricket? And cricket. Oh, I did. Come on, mate. We need to. It'd be baseball. It'd be baseball, but you're still fucking. Wrong, I'll, t- so. I'll take a, I'll take a um point for um, A pat on the back, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah. All right, uh, there all you right. go, Bucko. All right, score so check, score two, check. Two, two, zero, still. Ugh. Yeah. I hate this thing. There's plenty of time. The three point question at the end, everyone's favourite. Oops, you got me. <laughs> all right, uh, question eight. Jack Rewalt has kicked how many goals in his career? Liam Corey. Liam just picked Closest his. to the pin? Yeah. I'm going to say 750. I'm going to say 675. I'll say 715. 716. Yeah. That's oh, huge. One off. Not bad, not bad. So he's back in the hunt, Timmy, over there. Well I'm done. On the board. Chalk it up. All right, boys. There's two conferences in the NBA. Who's leading the East? Bronson. Yeah. Miami Heat. Yes. Oh, well, wait. This is interesting. Richie Benno would be loving this because it's two for two. Two for two for two. Absolutely. All right. Here we go. If this is a soccer question, I'm going to. Last question. Toys will be out. Turn your dial up on your radio. This is very interesting. Closest one we've had. Yeah, probably. It's been good. We've had super quiz. We've gone to super questions. Yeah, I do enjoy. I, I do yeah. enjoy. We scrapped the minus one the, rule. This is basically the super question, it is. isn't it? Hasn't been good. All right, <laughs> all right. Super coach points. Yeah, uh, we all do a bit of the super coach. Just ask the fucking question, mate. <laughs> minus one, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Who led the league in super coach points for this week? Player Liam. Lou Parker. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Four-time champ. Yeah. Man, LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say it. Oh, God. Um, oh, it's too easy sometimes. Yeah. You, know, you just rock up every week, and that's all I've got to do, really. So Fair <laughs> enough. Um, if I could get two new people that want to join the podcast next week, um, there's going to be applications thrown out. Um, 
And obviously, you have to pay your way in because I'm going to need to pay for that <laughs> corporate box, I'll tell you. All right. Thanks for tuning in again, guys, and uh, we'll be back next week. Go Pies. Go Pies. Go Pies. Go pies. Go pies. Oh. <laughs> Cut over the mountain rainbow. <laughs> Don't suck. <laughs>